This talk was given at Insight Meditation South Bay. For more information and a schedule of our events, visit the Insight Meditation South Bay website at www.imsb.org. For information about online programs, visit the Bodhi Courses website at www.bodhicourses.org. Bodhi is spelled B-O-D-H-I. I think from time to time um, it's useful, I find it useful, um, to remember loving-kindness practice. It appears in a number of places in the teachings. I started our meditation by reading the Metta Sutta, so that's one place. It's one of the four immeasurables. It um, is kind of the background for right intention, um, where uh, loving-kindness is an antidote for any mind state that uh, is caught in ill will, hatred. Uh, Loving-kindness shows, again, in the Ten Perfections and in numerous... Uh, poems, some of which I will be sharing with you this evening. So I think it's good for us to reevaluate once in a while um, our intention to give expression to this feeling, this mind state um, through acts of kindness being aware of the subtleties of kindness, perhaps in the reflection at the end of our meditation. Did, uh, did anyone have, uh, were you the recipient of an act of kindness today? Hey, all right. <laughs> um, did you have an opportunity to give kindness to someone else. Anybody? Good. Yes. <laughs> okay. Great. It's very important for remembering the power of loving kindness by noticing small ways that it comes to us where we can actually take it in, pause and notice that somebody held that door for me. Whatever it is, small things. And also spontaneous moments of being able to extend that to someone else. Noticing what it does inside what it does to your mind, your body, your heart, whether you are receiving it or giving it. So it's good medicine. Supposedly, with his last breath, the Buddha said, make of yourself a light. Those of you that are familiar with Mary Oliver's poem, I... If I have time, I'll I'll read it in a bit. But 
I think at times that that's kind of what comes up for me when I am in that place of whether I'm receiving or giving loving kindness. A loving kindness practice cools the flames of ill will and hatred, thus protecting the mind from these harmful states. Loving kindness is like applying a soothing balm on a wound. If you have had exposure to this practice in the past, you know that um, we always begin with ourselves. We prepare our own minds to be and rest in that place of genuine kindness, really caring about our well-being. This is not a selfish act. It's a preparation. It's turning the mind toward kindness, generosity, goodwill, well-being, so that we can then extend that out in whatever area of the world we are involved with. I'm going to read a few poems and such that um, speak about, I'm going to say a lot about love tonight, but not in the conventional meaning of it. But this poem is called Love After Love, Derek Walcott. The time will come when with elation you will greet yourself arriving at your own door. In your own mirror, and each will smile at the other's welcome and say, sit here, eat. You will love again the stranger who was yourself. Give wine, give bread, give back your heart to itself, to the stranger who has loved you all your life whom you have ignored for another, who knows you by heart. Take down the love letters from the bookshelf, the photographs, the desperate notes. Peel your own image from the mirror. Sit, feast on your life. caring about ourselves. There's another teaching that um, I like to blend with loving-kindness at times. It's called the Five Remembrances. I see these as companion practices because the five remembrances 
remind us of the impermanence of our lives. So maybe doing a loving kindness practice is really important because we don't know how long we have to cultivate that practice. Here's uh, Thich Nhat Hanh's translation of the five remembrances. I am of the nature to grow old. I cannot escape old age. I am of the nature to have ill health. I cannot escape ill health. I am of the nature to die. I cannot escape dying. All that is dear to me and everyone I love are of the nature to change. There is no way to escape being separated from them. I cannot keep anything. I come here empty-handed and I go empty-handed. My actions are my only true belongings. I cannot escape the consequences of my actions. My actions are the ground on which I stand. This is from Gil Fransdahl. I believe it might be from the Dhammapada, although this is his book, The Issue at Hand. Hatred never ceases through hatred. By non-hatred alone does it end. This is eternal truth. The person who day and night delights in harmlessness and has loving kindness toward all beings is the one who has no hate for anyone. Hatred never ends through hatred. By non-hatred alone does it end. This is eternal truth. So we do a practice of loving-kindness when we feel inspired, when we feel moved, spontaneous situation occurs. We hear the teachers say over and over again, the causes and conditions (coughs) come to be and ripen in this moment. So doing a loving-kindness practice is um, 
It's definitely a mindfulness practice because we are in that place of presence and allowing without judgment. I encourage you to keep your antennas, your eyes, ears, mind and body open to opportunities for giving expression to it throughout your day, your week. And remember this um, part of the practice where we really need to take it in for ourselves and mean it. So if you have... um, some judgment about yourself. Oh, I did, why did I do that again? Yeah. That person is not on my favorite list. Whatever it is, any self-criticism, self-judgment, perfect opportunity, notice that. Loving kindness. Send some message of kindness. It can be your own expression. I did this practice um, many years ago after I had started doing mindfulness meditation. Um, It wasn't, I was doing a a year-long program training in mindfulness and it wasn't suggested loving-kindness practice, but just kind of instinctively, I started noticing self-judgment and judgment of others coming from me. So every time I noticed myself judging, it could it was simple things like that driver kind of thing. I paused in my mind while I was still on the road, if that was the situation, and told myself, I love myself unconditionally right now, just as I am, and meant it. Meant it. I was committed to turning around, abandoning, or whatever it was going to be, getting a handle on uh, judgment, whether directed at myself or others. Um, it, it was a powerful practice, and it had a, a lot of beneficial impact. So that was, that's just my little anecdote. Um, So, beginning with ourselves, but then we have to do the hard one, too, eventually. Loving the enemy. This is a a short quote from Jeffrey Hopkins. um, Wrote an article for Tricycle called Everyone as a Friend. 
as a friend back in 2002. He wrote this. If your own best friend went mad and came at you with a knife to kill you, what would you do? You would seek to disarm your friend, but then you would not proceed to beat the person, would you? You would disarm the attacker in whatever way you could. You might even have to hit the person in order to disarm him. But once you had managed to disarm him, you would not go on to hurt him. Why? Because it is a friend, someone you are close to. If you felt that everyone in the whole universe was in the same relationship to you as your best friend, and if you saw anyone who attacked you as your best friend momentarily gone mad, you would not respond with hatred. You would respond with behavior that was appropriate, but you would not be seeking to retaliate and harm the person out of hatred. He would be too dear to you. That may be an advanced practice, but it can also be done. Shanti Deva has a few things to say about that. All joy in this world comes from wanting others to be happy. And all suffering in this world comes from wanting only oneself to be happy. So am I seeking my own happiness or am I contributing to the happiness of others? Let's do one more poem. This is um, Naomi Shehab Nye's book, Words Under the Words. This poem is entitled Kindness. Before you know what kindness really is, you must lose things. Feel the future dissolve into a moment like salt in a weakened broth. What you held in your hand, what you counted and carefully saved, all this must go so you know how desolate the landscape can be between the regions of kindness. How you ride and ride, thinking the bus will never stop, the passengers eating mace and chicken will stare out the window forever. Before you learn the tender gravity of kindness, you must travel where the Indian in a white poncho lies dead by the side of the road. You must see how this could be you, how he too was someone who journeyed through the night with plans and the simple breath that kept him alive. Before you know kindness as the deepest thing inside, you must know sorrow as the other deepest thing. You must wake up with sorrow. 
You must speak to it till your voice catches the thread of all sorrows and you see the size of the cloth. Then it is only kindness that makes sense anymore. Only kindness that ties your shoes and sends you out into the day to mail letters and purchase bread. Only kindness that raises its head from the crowd of the world to say, it is I you have been looking for, and then goes with you everywhere, like a shadow or a friend. So, would you, um, would you like to hear just a few phrases of um, Bodhisattva's way of life? This is um, some of the loving-kindness aspirations that Shantideva put down. I'll just read a few. Shantideva was an 8th century Indian Buddhist monk and scholar. May all beings everywhere plagued by suffering of body and mind obtain an ocean of happiness and joy by virtue of my merits. May no living creature suffer, commit evil, or ever fall ill. May no one be afraid or belittled with a mind mind weighted down by depression. May the blind see forms and the deaf hear sounds. May those whose bodies are worn with toil be restored on finding repose. May the naked find clothing, the hungry find food. May the thirsty find water and delicious drinks. Um, And then this is an aspiration that a bodhisattva would make uh, as a life commitment. For as long as space remains, for as long as sentient beings remain, until then may I too remain to dispel the miseries of the world. So this is somebody who is committed to helping others. Um, So make of yourself a light. The Buddha's last instruction. This is Mary Oliver. Make of yourself a light, said the Buddha before he died. I think of this every morning as the east begins to tear off its many clouds of darkness to send up the first signal, a white fan streaked with pink and violet, even green. An old man, he lay down between two sala trees, and he might have said anything, knowing it was his final hour. The light burns upward, it thickens and settles over the fields. Around him the villagers gathered and stretched forward to listen. Even before the sun itself hangs disattached, in the blue air I am touched everywhere by its ocean of yellow waves. No doubt he thought of everything that had happened in his difficult life. And then I feel the sun itself as it blazes over the hills like a million flowers on fire. 
clearly I'm not needed, yet I feel myself turning into something of inexplicable value. Slowly, beneath the branches, he raised his head. He looked into the faces of that frightened crowd. Make of yourself a light. So let's end the evening with some classic phrases which I will extend to you. And in the um, group exercise, uh, just notice which part was easy for you and which part was difficult. Was it easier to extend the loving kindness or to receive it? There's no right or wrong. Just notice as And if it's difficult to take in loving-kindness, send the loving-kindness to that part of your mind that is not quite ready to take it in yet. Just soften it with a feather. May you be safe and free from danger. May you have mental happiness. May you have physical well-being free of pain. May you be at ease with yourself and in the world. Be kind to yourself.
Thank you for your attention and intentions. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.